doubt we got knocked to the mat, but we have to get back up for Madison. We're just lacing up for the fight. Thanks for tuning back in. I'm Paul Showens, and this is round eight of the fight. Last time, we discussed our trip to CHOP, and that's where I wanted to pick right back up. Once we returned home and got settled back into what passes as our normal life, we started to notice changes? Not in Madison, thank God, but in our interactions with others and situations around us. Let me explain. Before we left, Kristen and I had a long discussion about how to go about telling people about Madison's disease. We decided to be proactive and get in front of it. First, we told our parents about it, and let the rest happen naturally. For me, the worst was telling my mother. I called her from my bedroom, door shut and locked. I didn't want anyone to see or hear what would come next. I forced myself to stay composed as I told her the news, and explained exactly what it meant. My composure wouldn't last, though. I broke down, sobbing. I could hear my mother's heart breaking through the phone. The overwhelming feeling of helplessness. I knew it well at this point. We talked and cried together for a long time, and it was a relief to tell someone to unburden myself just a little bit. Like I said, after that, we let the information flow naturally and then embarked on our journey to CHOP and focused on that. It was when we returned to our lives that we realized just how different things were. So much had been put into motion while we were gone. Fundraisers, benefits, you name it. Support was pouring in and we, we were overwhelmed by it. I'll just discuss some of the standouts here, but every gesture has been appreciated in a way that I can never really express. So to everyone that has helped us in any conceivable way, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I'd like to start off by talking about what the law firm I work for did. Once word got out in December, they sprang into action. One snowy morning in early January, I came into the office and was immediately stopped by my coworker and close friend, Kaylee. She needed to ask me something in private. She led me out of our office and into the large cafe area near the kitchen. Martha, one of our legal secretaries and one of the sweetest people I know, was waiting there. She explained to me that they, she explained to me that they had put together a plan to raise money and awareness for Madison. She explained what they planned to do and asked me if it was okay. I was stunned and extremely grateful. Of course I said yes and asked what I could do to help. I was told that my assistance was not needed, that I had enough to focus on. While many people pitched in to help, the entire campaign at my work was devised and handled by Kaylee and Martha, and they did an unbelievable job. They planned out a 50-50 raffle, a jeans day, and aggressively pushed our GoFundMe page and Madison's Trust for donations. Everyone at the firm was extremely generous. Just days before we were to leave for CHOP, Martha proudly handed me an envelope with the cash and checks from the Jeans Day donations and raffle. That money was a godsend of the trip. It helped to alleviate so much of our stress. The next major event was Miss Madison's Movement. That was the benefit event that Debbie Rosano, Kristen's friend and co-worker, volunteered to set up for us. It took place at Foles Tavern in Syracuse. It's a really cool Irish pub on the south side of the city. If you're ever on that side of town... Go in and check it out. You'll thank me later. But I digress. So, Miss Madison's movement. We weren't really allowed to be involved in the organization of it. We knew what day it was going to be, where it was going to be, and we were told that we could help promote the event. 
other than that, we were to be hands off. So let's fast forward to the day of the fundraiser, February 4th, 11.30 a.m. The event would start in half an hour, but we felt like we should be there early. Kristen and the kids filed in the bar. I was the last one in, and I wasn't ready for what I saw. Let me set the stage. There's two main rooms in Foles. There's a bar area and a large game room. The game room was filled to capacity with folding tables in the center and a few pub tables arranged by the walls. The entire game room was dedicated to Madison. The tables were filled with different raffle prizes. I mean, filled. There was a single file path around the room. That's it. Again, completely overwhelming. People started to show up. It was time to start this thing. I was uncomfortable. I didn't want the attention, honestly. I really couldn't handle it. I excused myself and went outside for air. More and more people showed up. The room was filled to bursting by 12.15. The mix of the crowd was stunning. Family, old friends, new friends, co-workers, people we didn't even know. It was amazing and, you guessed it, overwhelming. The kids had taken up residence at one of the pub tables. They were politely playing and coloring and greeting guests. Non-stop guests. Everyone made their way to the table to visit with Madison, and she warmly greeted and chatted with each of them. She had no idea why, but she knew they were there for her. I watched this from the other side of the room, with a mix of pride and despair. Proud that she was so loved, but devastated as to why we were all there. The event proceeded on, and everyone was having a good time. The raffles were drawn, and so was the 50-50. The winner donated his half back to us. We didn't even know him. At the end of the day, we quietly cleaned up while the kids played with an associate of mine from the Comic-Con and podcasting world. They'd never met him before that day, but he treated them so warmly, allowing them to attack him with glittery star decorations to a chorus of giggles from the girls and a huge grin from him. That was the day that we went from associates to brothers. Thank you for that, Jason, and as the girls call you, Uncle Sparkles. Now... Now that all that is passed, we just needed to focus on Madison's upcoming birthday party and the New Times interview that would result from it. And we'll talk about that next time. Join me back here for Episode 9, White Hot Spotlight. Until then, I'm Paul Showens and we're just lacing up for the fight. Thank you.